0: Just a reminder that my partner and I are expecting a baby any day now. So when that happens, News Weekly will go on a four to six week hiatus. So if there's no episode next week or the week after or whenever at some point, you know, the episodes will disappear. uh, It's just for four to six week period. And if you bear with me, I shall return. Also, News Weekly is an ad free listener supported podcast made possible by teammates like you. So just go to patreon.com samishah, that's S-A-M-I-S-H-A-H, to support the podcast. Top stories of the week. Two coups make one Sudan. Also, dropping anchors in the USA. And what if they change the name from the Barry to the Whitey? All that and no more on Newsweekly. Hello, I'm Sami Shah, and thank you for joining me as we punch the news in the headlines weekly. I don't need another civil war news now. There's a massive humanitarian crisis caused by war that the UN, refugee groups and human rights groups are all worried will end up costing hundreds of thousands of lives if it's not contained. No, I'm not talking about Ukraine, although yes, that war with Russia is still going on. This is a civil war. Uh, No, 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 I'm not talking about Myanmar either, although yes, that is still in crisis, nor am I talking about Yemen or Syria or Somalia or Ethiopia, those are all civil wars that have also been going on for a while and showing no signs of stopping. I'm talking about the latest humanitarian crisis caused by a civil war in Sudan. The UN has renewed calls for both
1: sides in Sudan to fully abide by a three-day ceasefire and to allow access to humanitarian workers, but renewed fighting is threatening the 72-hour truce. Fighting over the past
0: week between rival military groups has escalated sharply, prompting a rush to help people caught in the crossfire. So here's a quick summary of what's causing this crisis. The civil war in Sudan is really down to the egos of two men, which is basically the truth behind every civil war ever. Anytime two men want the same thing, millions of people's lives are at risk. And I know some of you are saying hashtag not all men, but go read history. It is hashtag all civil wars. The Chinese civil war was Chiang Kai-shek versus Chairman Mao. The Roman civil war was Mark Antony versus Octavian. The heavenly civil war was between God and the devil. It's always two men who can't share. In this case, the two selfish assholes are Abdul-Fateh Burhan, on one side, who is the general in charge of the Sudanese armed forces. He took over in a coup in 2019, which is usually a bad start to any form of government. I think the ranking of worst types of governments are, number one, anointed by deities, number two, inherited by inbred child from inbred parents, and number three, coups by ambitious generals. In that order. On the other side is Mohammed Hamdan Degallo, who everyone knows as Hermeti, because when you're accused of mass rapes and killings, it's good to have a cute nickname. He's the leader of the Rapid Support Forces, a paramilitary group that is separated from the main military both men actually have a lot in common they are both accused of human rights abuses against their own people both have loyalties of an armed military force which you are definitely not going to overthrow them with internal coups sometime in the next year or two and both are never photographed wearing anything but their military uniforms which makes you wonder if that's what they sleep in and what those must smell like by now. The situation remains dire
2: for Sudanese trapped inside a city-turned-battleground.
0: The crisis is big. The situation is very tough and there's difficulty in internal movements. We often stand in long queues to get bread. It happened many times where we get bread, but never the amount that my family need.
2: The damage has hit everything. Both of them are fighting each other and we, the people, will be the biggest losers and the most affected.
0: All of which means Sudan is now in the grips of a massive and violent civil war as both men have taken a burn the village to save the village approach before ever bothering to ask if the village actually wants either of them there. A recent ceasefire provided respite to people fleeing the centers of conflict, but no one expects it to hold for very long. The UN Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, who is about as useful in times of crisis as a silencer taped to a thermonuclear device, has called for an end to the conflict. The violence must stop. It risks a catastrophic conflagration within Sudan that could engulf the whole region and beyond. He then went on to say war is bad, Sudan is a place, and UN are two very different letters of the alphabet put next to each other. Meanwhile, Western nations have begun sorting out ways of extracting their nationals from the conflict zones as safely as possible.
2: The US, UK and some European nations have launched military operations to repatriate their citizens. But Australia is yet to do the same. 158 Australians and their family members are still trapped there, including Mawa Abdullah and her nine-month-old son Samuel. They traveled to Khartoum for a family wedding. Now they fear for their lives.:
0: To be fair, Australia is still trying to formulate a plan to extract people from Afghanistan after it fell to the Taliban last year, so we should get to Sudan sometime in 2025. It's starting to seem like the only time Australia ever took one of its citizens being struck abroad seriously without needing to be forced to do so was for Chappelle (music) Corby. Firings in USA for once not with guns. News now. Unemployment in America went up by two more people this week, with CNN firing high-profile anchor Don Lemon and Fox News firing high-profile racist fuckhead Tucker Carlson. The biggest story here is Tucker Carlson because no one watches CNN anymore and even I had to Google Don Lemon's name which I shouldn't have to do for a guy with the same last name as a citrus fruit. Memorability has to be worth all the school bullying it probably caused. Don Lemon's firing from CNN is being blamed on misogynistic comments he made about Nikki Haley, a Republican who announced her plan to run for president in 2024 to introduce age limits on politicians.
3: In the America I see, the permanent politician will finally retire. We'll have term limits for Congress and mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old.
0: Honestly, those are good policies, very different from the kind of policies other Republican candidates have been running on, which are basically that women should be renamed womb carriers, anyone who is isn't a straight white man should be arrested for not being a straight white man, and schools should officially be reclassified as hunting reserves. CNN's Don Lemon, however, couldn't bring himself to listen to a woman talking.
2: This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's not wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? I, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google, when is a woman in her prime, it'll
0: say 20s, 30s and 40s. I just want to remind you, that's a trained professional broadcaster who had his own TV show on a major news network for eight years years. And there were so many places that conversation could have gone. Is it ageist to assess the mental capabilities of elderly politicians? What about younger politicians who might also get early-onset dementia, which has been known to happen? How would you pass a law making this mandatory in a Congress where many members are already over the age of 75 and would thus be against it? So many intelligent topics. But instead, Don Lemon's brain went straight to, I don't think women are fuckable after 40, so no one should talk to them. A subsequent Vanity Fair article found he had a history of making sexist remarks to his female colleagues, which why does it always take so long to find this stuff out? Basically, the only way we know if men are sexist is if they've been sexist in private for so long that they get comfortable enough to be sexist in public. There's no better system than that. Good morning, we are so glad. It seemed
1: like any other day for CNN's Don Lemon. Did you have a good vacation? The veteran anchor cheerfully delivering the news. Then came this shocking tweet when he stepped off the set. I was informed this morning by my agent that I had been terminated by CNN. I am stunned. Lemon went on to blast CNN's management. After 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. No time was I ever given any indication that I would not be able to continue to do the work I have loved at the network. The network fired back. Don Lemon's statement about this morning's events is inaccurate. He was offered an opportunity to meet with management, but instead released a statement
0: on Twitter. Maybe at a time when everyone is criticizing news for being fake and news anchors for being untrustworthy, transparency would help both sides' reputation. Just an idea. But it's not just CNN which had a high-profile firing. In fact, Lemon barely gets a mention in most of the coverage of who got fired this week, with almost all of that attention going to Fox News' firing of Tucker Carlson. We have some news from within our Fox family. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have mutually agreed to part ways. Tucker's last show
1: was this past Friday.
0: Now, if you don't know Tucker Carlson, you aren't American or obsessed with the brutal spectator sport that is American politics and news. Tucker Carlson looks and sounds like undeniable proof against the possibility of white supremacy. A chinless bin liner full of mayo he got his start on, believe it or not, CNN. He used to co-host a TV show called Crossfire, where he represented the right and his co-host represented the left, and they reduced complex issues into binary opposites that a toddler could probably find too reductive. The show was cancelled after it infamously booked John Stewart, the father of modern news satire, who ripped it to shreds.
2: I made a special effort to come on the show today because I have uh, privately, amongst my friends and also in occasional newspapers and television shows, <laughs> mentioned uh, this show, as being uh, uh, bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 I wanted to. I felt that that wasn't fair, and I should come here and, and tell you that I don't. It's not so much that it's bad as it's hurting America. <laughs> so I, I wanted but to come here today let me, and say. Wait, wait. Let Wait. Wait. Let me. Here, here, here's just what, what I wanted to tell you guys. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop. 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 Stop hurting America. Okay, now let me, and and let come work you. for us because we, as the people, <laughs> how do you pay the people? Not not well. Better than CNN, I'm sure. But you can sleep at night.
1: I think you're a good comedian. I think your lectures are boring. Let me ask you. Let yeah. me ask you a question on the news.
2: Now this right. is theater. I mean, it's it's it obvious. No, no. H- how old are you? Thirty-five. And you wear a bow tie. Yeah, I do. I do. So, I do. so this is. No, no, I know, I know. So this you're is right. Theater. Let me just go now. Come on, and come listen. On. I'm not. I'm not suggesting that you're that, not. You're not a smart guy because those are not easy to tie. But the thing is,
0: if you're ever having trouble masturbating, just do a YouTube search for John Stewart Crossfire. Watch the entire fourteen minute clip, and you will come loud and come hard. Tucker was fired by CNN after that interview, then went on to MSNBC where he had a show for a couple of years that he then got fired from as well. But don't feel bad for young Tucker, getting fired from two major news channels didn't stop him. Because he eventually ended up at Fox News, where he began hosting Tucker Carlson Tonight. Soon his show was being watched by over 4.5 million Americans, becoming the single most watched TV show on any news channel. There he got to say things like, most recently, that the January 6th attack on the Capitol building was actually peaceful, and it was the Biden government lying about it.
1: Lies about January 6th, which have been relentless, have enabled some of the most unscrupulous people in our country to make a mockery of our Bill of Rights and to steal our
0: core freedoms. Or there was that time the green M&M changed her shoes.
1: The green M&M, you will notice, is no longer wearing sexy boots. Now she's wearing sensible sneakers, why? The change? Well, according to m ms quote, we all win when we see more women in leading roles.
0: And basically every conspiracy theory and talking point used by far-right racist and nationalist groups these days.
1: We have a moral obligation to admit the world's poor, they tell us, even if it makes our own country poorer and dirtier and more divided. An unrelenting stream of immigration. But why? Well, Joe Biden just said it to change the racial mix of the country. That's the reason, to reduce the political power of people whose ancestors lived here and dramatically increase the proportion of Americans newly arrived from the Third World. In political terms, this policy is called the Great Replacement, the replacement of legacy Americans with more obedient people from faraway countries. They brag about it all the time, but if you dare to say it's happening, they will scream at you with maximum hysteria. If the majority of Americans think that our immigration levels are too high, and the polls show they do think that, then shouldn't
2: we reduce those levels? To Why what, don't we exactly. follow the to, lead to, of the to, to what percentage would you say would be acceptable for for you and for? I don't know. How, how about when I was Bolsonaro? born?
1: It was fine. It was was a nice. It was a better country than it is now in a lot of ways. Yes. This may be a lot of things, this moment we're living through, but it is definitely not about black lives. And remember that when they come for you, and at this rate, they will. The only job training program this administration has gotten behind in two and a half years is getting black people to sell more weed in the cities, literally. You know, some teachers pushing sex values on your third grader? Why don't you go in there and thrash the teacher? Like, this is an agent of the government pushing someone else's values on your kid about sex. Like, where's the pushback? The trans movement is targeting Christians, including with violence.
0: It's like a Now That's What I Call Fascism greatest hits album. So why suddenly did they fire him? Did he say something not racist and thus breach Fox's company policy? Offensive
1: messages Tucker Carlson sent showing contempt for Fox News management and colleagues were a major factor in the company's decision to oust him Monday, according to people familiar with the matter. As new and pretty ugly details emerge about why Fox News got rid of its highest-rated primetime star.
2: No mention there of that new reporting from The New York Times. That report says that the text messages that were discovered by Fox executives, executives were even worse,
3: apparently, than those that were revealed leading up to the trial. Apparently, there was one message that was so particularly offensive, it added to the concern at the top of the company, caused a crisis in the days before they thought they were going to
0: trial. We don't yet know what that message was, but the Wall Street Journal did report yesterday that Carlson had called a senior Fox News executive the C word. His firing has shaken the right wing world more than that time green Eminem wore sneakers. Out front tonight, Russia
2: is hiring as a top Putin mouthpiece, offers Tucker Carlson a job with Russian state television, the most senior Russian official to visit the United States since Putin invaded Ukraine. You heard me there. Today, said this, unprompted.
1: Perhaps it would be useful to consider how things are with freedom of speech in the United States. I've heard that Tucker Carlson has left Fox News. It's curious news. What is this related to? One can only guess. But clearly, the wealth of views in the American information space has August suffered as a result.
0: That's Sergey Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister. Here's Marjorie Taylor Green, the best argument against conservative politics.
3: Absolutely. I think it was devastating to our First Amendment, Eric. I see it as a very serious problem. Our First Amendment is free speech, but it's also freedom of press. And when a gigantic media company like Fox News Fires their number one, uh, Tucker Carlson, not for him doing anything wrong, uh, not because his ratings were bad, but they literally fired him because they caved to the woke mob. What we're seeing is we're seeing the end of the First Amendment. That's how I see it. I can't see it any other way. We've seen censorship out of control. We, we saw the federal government, Department of Homeland Security aligned with big tech to censor Americans uh, for several years now on political issues because they weren't speaking the speech that was the chosen speech to say. Well, neither was Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was pushing the limit every single night on his show, and he was telling the news stories that the American people wanted to
0: hear. She goes on like that for four more minutes. But meanwhile, the newscope machine has spun up, discrediting Carlson with all the energy and focus of Dr. Frankenstein hunting down his most frightening creation. Here's Andrew Bolt making sure his bosses know he's still loyal.
2: And the scoop is that he was sacked essentially for thinking that he was bigger than Fox News. But in fact, as you know, Fox News has lost other giants before, Roger Ailes, Glenn Beck, uh, Megan Kelly, Bill O'Reilly, and it's only got stronger, and I suspect it will survive losing Carlson as well.
0: Tucker Carlson has finally released a video outlining his own defence. We're hearing
1: from Tucker Carlson for the first time since his firing. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink, and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail.
0: The other iron law of the universe, it turns out, is don't call your bosses the C-word. I'll never tell you about that time Miriam Margolis was weirdly racist towards me. News now. Comedy icon Barry Humphreys died last week, triggering another debate about woke wars and political correctness.
3: Just a day
2: after his death, a lifelong friend of Barry Humphreys has criticised Melbourne's major comedy
0: festival over its treatment of the comedy legend in 2019. Actor Miriam Margulies has spoken out saying Humphreys was hurt and saddened when the Melbourne International Comedy Festival removed his name from its top award in 2019 in response to his comments about transgender people. You know, if only Barry Humphreys had stuck to racism, the award would still be named after him. That's it. That's my joke. That's all I have to say about this mic drop moment. I'm done. That's my entire level of interest about this topic. That's it for this week's edition of News Weekly. Thank you so much for listening and hey, thank you so much for every News Weekly listener who came to my shows in Melbourne and Sydney. It was such a joy to meet you. It is so cool to find there's actual human beings on the other end of this thing that I keep putting out. Um, the fact that you were there means a lot to me. The fact that people bought tickets or sent people to buy tickets and 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 I hope you all enjoyed the show. It was a weird experience for me doing the comedy festival. It's such an exhausting journey because you're doing it for several weeks in a row but the fact that you were there meant the world to me um, like I said at the top of the show I am expecting a baby any day now basically so whenever the baby arrives newsweekly will go on a brief hiatus Four to six weeks i'm not hoping for it to be any longer than that um i do miss doing the show and i love doing the show and I, and I want to keep doing the show for you so newsweekly will probably go on hiatus for 46 weeks at some point in the very near future maybe next week maybe a week after that who knows the baby knows shadow knows and also if you have the time please head over to itunes give it a like and a subscribe and a uh, a review and a five star rating and all of that stuff and it just helps with the socials and it helps with the rankings and it- it helps with the visibility of the podcast. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you right back here next week, maybe next week, on News Weekly, where we punch the news in the headlines weekly.